Welcome to the Clear Shots Podcast with Seth Skinner and Jake Jones. What is up, everybody? This is Seth from Clear Shots. Today, this is episode 82, and it's just us. But first, please enjoy the new edit of our theme song. Shit, these guys are good. Barley and Hop sounds like a name for a funny buddy cop movie. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, welcome to the Clear Shots Podcast, everybody. We're back. Well, for you guys, it hasn't been any, any time at all. It's just been regular time. We took a solid two-week break. <clears throat> uh, our whole lives are different. We're different people now, and yep. this podcast is going to be completely different. That's why we got a new theme song. Yep, we got a new theme song. <laughs> well, it's the same intro. theme song, but it's... Anyway, uh, I'm Seth the... Mossy Oak. I'm Seth Mossy Oak Skinner. And I've got Zubas on, and I'm Spread Eagle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm a big Mossy Oak fan now. Now I look like I hunt. I finally got my own pair of sunglasses. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, my own pair of Zubas. Mm-hmm. And... I, I mean, know. you're really taking a step up, you know? Yeah. It's one of those things. You know, most people don't ever take that step in their life, and it's... Yeah, you know, I feel like it's time. Usually, it's a step back for most. <laughs> but I'm stepping. But for forward. you, you were already way down there. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to move up at some point. So anyway, uh, did oh by the way, I haven't read anything about Antonio Brown yet, but he's playing right. His whole helmet thing, because I, I remember know. reading about his that helmet. Didn't. Ugh, my back. I imagine he has to play, but it's like I read this thing like a while back where he was like bitching about how he has like a ten year old helmet and like the NFL doesn't want him to use it because it's not like it's regulation not safe. Yeah. yeah, so he was like threatening to not play and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, that's the guy you want on your team. Like you know what I mean? Like that's the dude who really cares about the team. I was reading that that was all for uh, hard knocks. Mm. It's got to be for something. Because you don't just fucking make that shit up and, like, dude, it's a fucking helmet. Like, he was talking about how, like, it, it, it the other helmets, like, make him, make it harder to see the ball and shit. It's like, dude, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, they all have nothing in front of your eyes. <laughs> I don't think Antonio Brown is that crazy. I just think he's a fucking idiot. He's trying to be one of those, like, personality-wide receivers, you know? Yeah, the because. Diva. He wants to be a Because that worked out for every other one. Yeah, of course it did. You know, if you catch balls, you catch balls. And catching balls. <laughs> Speaking of catching balls. <clears throat> I had a sh- I shifted my package when I went spread eagle, and when I sat up, it mm-hmm. was a little well it misconstrued. Was yeah, it was a it's definitely off kilter. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Well, I'm sure we got a bunch of shit to talk about now. Uh, <clears throat> I did uh, write some cool stuff down that I wanted to mention. <clears throat> like what? Oh, by uh, the fucking 
yesterday there was this giant boom here, right? And apparently it was like a meteor or some shit. I was at work. And I didn't hear it because I was in big lots. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, apparently everybody in like this area heard it. I guess it was like a meteor meteor that like came down above Lake Ontario, which is so weird because like, doesn't that shit like get picked up by, I thought we had like satellites and stuff to like tell us about these things that are coming towards the planet. Yeah. We're all supposed to (laughs) die next year. (laughs) Did those like not work or (laughs) they're like, yeah, that shit happens all the time. We're like, wait a minute. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Like my house doesn't rumble like all the time. What are you, what are you talking about? That shit is so fucking weird, though. That shit, like, just rocks. Like, space rocks just, you know, hit us once in a while. And we're like, yeah, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. Apparently, we're supposed to be getting hit by a big fucking asteroid. Yeah, well, that's what they say. But they didn't see this little baby one, so how are they going to see that one? (laughs) Because it's bigger. They can't see shit, though, dude. (laughs) They're obviously blind as fuck. Yeah, it's hurling towards that area with a nuclear power plant. Don't don't warn anybody. Did it land in our area? Or? It landed like in Lake Ontario, apparently, like the pieces really? that made it through the atmosphere. So it least. only happened to us. I guess. I mean, you can hear it from a long ways away when it hits the atmosphere, but it's like it's gonna fucking burn out. Like most of that shit's gonna burn out as it travels through. Like it's just gonna all set on fire. <laughs> it's not easy to get through the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like I've tried no. it a couple times. No. it's really no. hot. Like yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it starts to get unbearable at a certain point. You kind of just give up. No amount of sunglasses will protect no, you from no. the atmosphere. No, you got to wear, like, multiple pairs of sunglasses. No, no amount of sunglasses well, will protect you. I mean, you can last a little while with, like, six or seven pairs on. It's just a lot of burden for your head trying to help keep them on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rough situation. <clears throat> But anyway, apparently, yeah, there's a whole bunch of fucking places around here. Like, up to Syracuse was, like, feeling it and shit. Mm. (laughs) That's fucking insane. But anyway, it happens all the time, so. Uh, Oh, yeah, there's a new Tool album out, and I listened to it, and I was like, what is going on with Was it any good? Not really. Really? (laughs) Because, like, it's, it's decent, I guess, but I'm not into, like, I don't know. I felt like it was mostly, uh like atmospheric and like slow there were parts where they broke into some good shit but like it felt i don't know it just felt boring throughout most of the album really Hmm. i was kind of like interested in checking it out because i i don't know it sent me on a tool kick where i listened to not the new tool album you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. I heard a lot of people weren't happy about it. I heard it was like the Kingdom Hearts three of albums. It's like there was no Final Fantasy characters in the two album either. Right. No, there wasn't. So it was definitely like the Final Fantasy. Of, and of everybody album. expected there to be <laughs> like at least a little bit of like Titus or Sephiroth or something. Yeah. Well, he had talked about it, like how there's going to be. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he's like, it's mostly about Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's a Final Fantasy esque, yeah, album featuring Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of it was just like atmospheric and kind of slow, and uh, I don't know, wasn't a big fan. Maybe, maybe I'll give it another listen, but I listened to it out of order. I had it on shuffle on accident, but. Still, it wasn't really doing it for me. I just miss, like, the old, uh, I don't know. Like, Tool was nasty. So, like, and 
I don't know. I feel like they don't need to do that atmospheric stuff. You know what band had a total, like, tonal shift after um, uh, hiatus was the Chili Peppers. Did you ever listen to a lot of the Chili Peppers? Uh, Like, not really. I mean, mostly it's the hits. Yeah. You know? There was a really big gap between um, Stadium Arcadium mm-hmm. and I'm With You. I want to say it was, I mean, it wasn't as big as Tools. It was like a seven, eight, nine-year gap, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't even that long. That's a pretty big gap. But uh, I'm with, like, Stadium Arcadium has, like, Danny California. She's only 18, stuff like that. And I'm With You had, like, very strange rhythms. Mm-hmm. No John Frusciante, so the guitar playing wasn't that good. Actually, you know who's even a better example is Metallica with Death Magnetic. Yeah. But I loved Death Magnetic. Yeah, like, the thing is, it's still Metallica, though. Like, you can still... So with it's Tool's not, new album, it just doesn't feel like Tool? I mean, no, not really. Most of it doesn't, I think, at least. Like, I... There's definitely parts where you're like, oh, fuck, this is definitely Tool. Like, there's parts where they go hard and, like, they're kind of that weird, like, offbeat style that Tool always has been. Yeah. But, like, it's, there's a lot of fucking shit that's down. Tempo. Uh, Yeah, like, not just slow, but, like, just filler, it feels like. I didn't look much into lyrics either, but um, this kid I work with is, like, Tool's his favorite band, so he was talking about how he just didn't like the lyricism and shit in it, and wasn't big on it and from what i've heard a lot of people who are tool fans don't like it that much hmm. but i mean also tool fans like you're either if you're a tool fan they're your favorite band like like there's not really an in-between like I, there's people that dig tool and listen to them and once once in a while or whatever but there's if you're a tool fan you're fucking hardcore a tool fan like that's just how it is and my phone is on so whoever's listening and heard that bing that's not you or it might be actually because you might have got a message at the same time, but highly unlikely. Yeah. Well, it's not. I I I fit into that other group. I literally only know one song, and it's the one that goes. That's the only song I like. Schism. Schism. It's the only song I like by Tool. Yeah. Well, that's a good song. I like the pot. I like. Uh, there's a couple off that same album that Schism is on. Parabola is good. Yeah. Lateralis, lateralis. I think it's called Ten Thousand Days or something. The yeah. album is. Uh, Ten Thousand Days is a good song. <clears throat> that song, if you're gonna, if you have a really good uh, sound system, <laughs> play Ten Thousand Days and just crank it because your your entire house is gonna shake for sure. The really? I think the opening of that song is literally just bass, and they're trying to like fucking make you actually die from vibrations. <clears throat> There's maybe some cool that stuff. was what the boom was. It was just yeah, maybe someone maybe was playing the ad, 10, maybe the meteor days. was playing ten thousand days <laughs> <laughs> on its way through. They're like, yeah, we don't like the new Tool album, so <laughs> the new meteor does, isn't a big fan, so they play the old ones. They play all the hits, <laughs> the greatest hit, Tool greatest hits, 2019. Pink Floyd did that too. They had like a 20 year gap between the Division Bell and the Endless River. Mm-hmm. But the Endless River was like 95% instrumental. And I think there was only one song with any actual vocals. What? I mean, and that's the thing is like what, sometimes like you don't, 
it's either it depends on what that gap is caused by too. Like if the band like breaks up or goes on. That's basically what it was. Was the Division Bell was like the last Floyd album, <clears throat> and then most of that album was just B sides that they never released because um the bassist died. Right. The bassist died, and then so they never released the the music that they wrote because they were writing another album. And they also had like basically half an album of unused stuff from the Division Bell and Momentary Lapse of Reason, mm-hmm. and then they finally were like, you know what, let's just put, throw it together. Yeah, you and, might as but, well. You had the material already. So. That's a sick album, though. The Endless River. That's like one that you would listen to like with headphones on and just like cruise because it's right. It's super. I think that's psychedelic. Floyd, Floyd is. That to me, anyway, though it's like a headphone band. Yeah, Zeppelin was like that too to me, though. Like I felt like I couldn't listen to Zeppelin just out of fucking, without paying actual attention to it. You know. Yeah. And that was for me. That's that was between the buried and me. I couldn't get into between the. I actually didn't like them at all until I started like sitting down and actually paying attention to their music. So there's a fucking thing where the degree that you listen to the band definitely has an effect on how much you enjoy them. There's certain bands that are like, at first glance, you're like, oh, it's all right. Yeah. But if you you have to sit down with it by yourself, if you're like listening to it at a party or whatever with like seven other people, you're going to be like, oh, that's cool. But until you actually sit and listen to it. That's how the Suicide Boys were with me. I fucking hated them at first. And then I finally was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I threw like their, their like top 25 singles on shuffle or whatever. And just like kept listening. It's give it an actual shot, is what yeah. it is. And I don't do that enough anymore, though. No. And you know what's funny is nine times out of ten, when I actually give a band a shot, I end up listening to them all the time anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it happens a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Actually, like if I sit down and I'm like, all right, you know what, I'm gonna take an hour or so and listen to a bunch of these songs by this group. Or even if it's just a solo artist, I'm like, yep, immediately. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're going to sit down with some Dirks Bentley, you know what I mean? Send it's it. Like, you're gonna... <laughs> Send it. <laughs> I have to listen to so much country music at work, though. <clears throat> but Fuck. I did that at Ponderosa, too. Like, they would play country music all the time. But now it's like if you work long enough, you're going to hear the same song like four times on like iHeartRadio yeah. or whatever they do. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you like your new job? It's pretty cool, I guess. It's kind of boring sometimes. Literally, like, I'm my department is warehouse, so like, technically, I'm supposed to just be in the warehouse, but like, they basically merge two jobs together, so I'm also like a floor person. So I basically just walk around and be like, Oh, do you need anything? Like, do you need help with anything? Finding X, Y. I don't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? Do you guys need to find X just, or Y? You just throw a dictionary at them, yeah. But then the rest of it is like, oh, there's this person needs a propane refill. Go do that. Or like this person needs horse feed or whatever. Go get that in the back. Horse feet? Horse feed. Oh. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> just, we have horse you feed. You just like cut the hooves off of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't we'd have to get a bunch of horses. Yeah, you have, to, you have to get a bunch of horses that don't want their feet anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I mean, feel like most horses want their feet. Yeah, they do need them most of the time, yeah. But it, it's the whole thing is just customer. They can't regrow their feet, can they? They no, I doubt it. I don't think they can. No, that seems like pretty difficult, actually. But yeah. uh, when you work in like a retail store now, it's like you're, you're you're competing against Walmart or like an online retailer. 
So like your your whole thing has to be based on customer service, basically. Dude, I had a wicked good time when I was there the other day because that guy uh, that was in with the animals was like super in depth about everything. Was there. it the guy with the beard? Yeah, yeah, all the tattoos. I like him. He owns like eleven snakes. Mm-hmm. He's that was wicked awesome. Spent yeah, they, a solid hour there, and he was explaining everything. Yeah, the store is like kind of cool too because most people don't even go in there, but like. It's got some cool shit. Like, there's a, literally like a bunch of small animals and reptiles and shit, and birds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are birds. They rule the skies. They rule the skies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes when I get bored, I just go look at the reptiles because my buddy Jake works there, so I can just go, you know, look at uh, rabbits for a minute or whatever. Kill some time looking at rabbits. They got ferrets. So yeah, I saw the ferret. Those are the big. Those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't pay 150 bucks for a ferret, though. You know, I think they're like 130 or some shit. They're expensive, but they're cool. They're kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, but anyway, it's all right. Word. It's a lot of uh, you know walking around, basically. Yep, that's how mine is. Yeah, I just started a new job uh, two weeks ago. It's pretty. My first day was actually the last podcast we did. It was literally two weeks ago today. It's pretty solid. I'm mm-hmm. enjoying it. I think, um, like, to me, it's like living or, like, working in a, like, emergency room would fucking take a toll on me mentally, I think. You'd be surprised, dude. It's actually wicked. Uh, you see scrubs, obviously. Right. Imagine just that. It's literally such a... Because I was expecting the same thing. My first day, I was freaking the fuck out all day. I was like, dude, I'm going to watch so much fucked up shit. And, like, I didn't really see anything that bad until uh, Sunday. A guy came in um, with cardiac arrest, and uh, they had him hooked up to a CPR machine, which I didn't even know existed. And it looked like a huge giant piston was, like, caving his chest in, because mm-hmm. it was. It was it was a machine performing CPR. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Fuck that. And I literally froze. I like froze. I was freaking out. There was blood all over. I was like, yeah, I'm, no. But then yesterday, so that was Sunday. I wonder so- if that, that, uh, that I would imagine performs it better than a human would because there's less margin of error, I would imagine. If it's just a no, piston. because because uh, when you shut it off, it still keeps going. So you can't get an EKG read when you have that on. So when you shut it off, you have to shut it off and then like rip it off the guy. What happens if it like goes into overdrive? Just like yeah, yeah, starts pulverizing. But so then, like I told everybody after I froze at the first arrest I saw, I was like, "I'm not doing that again." Like next time we have one, I'm gonna be there. And of course, yesterday happened, and I was like, "Fucking all in, dude." We had to gown up. Uh, so that way we didn't get blood and fluids all over us. Yeah. And so we're all sitting there. We're wearing these like fucking, we're wearing full gloves and these fucking splash guard masks and less like felt really good, man. What kind of gloves are we talking here? Uh, vinyl. Oh, okay. Those are the good ones. But if it just feels good, I mean, I get to just help people. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't really get, I get paid well. I don't get paid as much as people think I get paid, but I get paid decent. Right. But, uh, I mean, it's just 12 hour shifts. I work, I mean, I just got done working a huge fucking stretch. I worked fucking last Tuesday 
I did last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then Friday and Saturday I was in the kitchen, which is hilarious. Like I go from I go from working in the emergency room, and then the next day I just like put on a chef's hat and I'm like, sick. I'm gonna make some sandwiches, <laughs> grill some burgers. Still have the same clothes on, yeah, blood covered, covered in blood, semen covered, <laughs> covered in cement. <laughs> You're like, what can I give? What kind of sub do you want? Yeah, I should just blow my nose in it. <laughs> but no, it's fun. Like, it, there's there's something crazy about, like, because everybody is working together at the same time to do the same thing. Yeah. But you'll have nine people in the operating room, and every single person is doing something different, but everyone's cooked on adrenaline and just synced up. And it's like this crazy fucking dance almost it's Mm. like it's like choreography it just plays out perfectly yeah because like when it happens you're just like yep here we go this is what i've been trained to do and it just goes and then it's over and you make jokes about it and you eat a burger and then you go back to work yeah i mean it's so weird when you switch to a different a job that's completely different from what you've done in the past yeah i've never done this because like, i don't know shit about horses and fucking yeah yeah you know what i mean like i've never had a horse but like <laughs> have you I ever now, seen one <laughs> i think i've seen one yeah. <laughs> but it's like i'm selling you know i'm trying to sell people like certain dog foods and shit and it's like i don't fucking really know that much about dog food like why would i know that much about it but now I kind of have to. You <laughs> It'd be know? really funny if it's like they're like, "Hey, what's the difference between this dog food and this dog food?" And you took like a handful of each one, and you like well, that one's a little it. tangier. <laughs> it's like Trailer Park Boys when they when they're drinking the gas. Yeah, yeah, diesel and like they have, they have a, <laughs> the they know the difference. <laughs> Diesel's a little sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't realize how, like, I. W- I never was in a job where I talked to people either. No. Like customers. So like, it's a little weird, but like it, I kind of caught on to it real quick. It's honestly, if you know where everything is in the store, it's, that's all that matters. You just be like, Oh, what are you, what are you looking for? And then you just show them where it is. It's a pretty simple job. So are you on my side with that whole argument with swamp now then? Uh, I mean, the argument was essentially, it sucks. yeah, it also is necessary, right? Is that what you were saying? I was saying that it makes me feel good that I can help people. I'm totally probably wrong because I was smashed in that episode, but I'm pretty sure that was the gist of what I was saying was that I like it because I get to help people. And yeah. I think Sean's argument was that it's... uh, Or no, my argument was that even if people are assholes, it's still not that bad. Right. I think that was my argument. Well, there's definitely assholes. There's assholes everywhere. Yeah. We had a fucking, we had a couple of them in today. We had a couple of them in. Like, they just, because you, you can't, like, if, if they swing at you or, th- or throw shit at you, like, in their yeah. psycho, psychotic You can patients, only throw kicks. They only No, you can't kicks. do anything. <laughs> so, like, you can have someone just, like, rip out their IV and run out the door, and all you can do is call the cops and hope yeah. they catch them. You can't roundhouse you can't, kick them? No, you can't do anything. Oh, I thought it's. A, I thought you could roundhouse kick, but no, I wish only obliques, dude. <laughs> you can only do it if you hit with the heel. Yeah, but yeah, and you know, I'm sure you probably dealt with some shitty people, but I feel yeah. like most of the people that are shopping at Country Max are probably like humble. 
Most of them, yeah. And some of them call you partner because they're like farmers. Yeah. And that is cool. You yeah. want a guy to call like you Like the partner. people that are going into Country Max are probably also like, because you guys sell a lot of animal and farm and yeah. equipment, like redneck blue collar stuff. Yeah. Most blue collar people, contrary to popular belief, are pretty nice people. Plus you're white, so you have that going for yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. A lot of people compliment me on being white. <laughs> like, hey, thank God we got a white boy. How yeah. you doing, partner? <laughs> need to it's find me some. Need like, to find me some whips. <laughs> our job is to like bring shit out to people, but like a lot of times they're like, "Nah, don't worry about it. Like we can do it." But like we're like, "No, dude. Like, are you sure?" <laughs> they're like, "We got this." And then <laughs> six identical twenty-four-year-old sons get out of the car and yeah, carry yeah. it to your to the truck. <laughs> I had this fucking Asian couple come back and they bought like a ton, literally like one ton of fertile, literally like fertilizer. It was fucking, it was just manure. <laughs> like a so, ton? Yeah, a ton, an actual ton. So we had to lift these bags like individually. They're like 40 pound bags each. So we're lifting just poop. <laughs> it's bags. fucking hilarious. And there were like these Asian people and the lady was like trying to get like deals on everything out in the yard. Because any of the bags that she saw that were ripped, she was like, I'll give you a dollar for that or whatever. And it's like, no, we can just tape those up and fucking sell them to people still. Like, <laughs> but she was trying to get a deal out of everything. And the other dude was standing like watching and he, he like let out this wicked long fart. <laughs> and like, <laughs> dude, it was like 12 seconds long and no one acknowledged it. Like I was sitting there <laughs> about to pick some shit up literally and he's fucking like letting out a wicked long fart and i kind of looked at him for a second and then i looked away because i didn't want him to know that i heard it it was so fucking awkward but there were just people that didn't they don't care like (laughs) it was cool though they were just kind of minding their own business they're like we're loading up our fucking suv with a bunch of poop like it's gonna smell bad but we gotta do it you know we got chickens or whatever you know (laughs) We got some uh, plants to feed. It's the way she goes, man. It's weird. <laughs> just fucking. The dude I work with knows like a little bit of Mandarin too, so like he could hear some of the shit that they were saying. <laughs> it's fucking I hate hilarious. That. I hate that. I had to deal with because uh... they think that you can't. Yeah. I had to deal with a Spanish family the other day, and uh, I had to check nine family members in to maternity because one of them was like one of their family members was having a baby so I had to check nine of them in because of course I had to yeah and the guy that I work with is Puerto Rican but he doesn't he looks white he looks he's basically he looks like Vinny he's like a he's like a quarter Rican he looks like yeah (laughs) he looks like Vinny if he was taller and didn't have tattoos that's literally what this guy looks like (laughs) And and a little a little whiter. Vinny's, well, would you say he's three quarter Rican or one quarter Rican? Dude, he's mostly Puerto Rican or mostly he's mostly white. Like he doesn't. I didn't even know he was Spanish. Saying. He speaks fluent Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty and weird. so he's with me while we're checking all these people in, and we bring them. You know, we check them and we bring them upstairs. And, like, they're all just giggling the whole time, especially the girls. Like the women were all giggling the whole time. And I was like, what the fuck. I was like, what the fuck were they talking about? And Something he was, was funny, you know? And he was just like, dude, 
they want to fuck us. And I was like, no, they, no. And he's like, no, I'm kidding. They were talking shit the whole time. And I was like, why didn't you just keep it at, they wanted to fuck us. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> why did you have to be honest? He's like, they're making fun of your haircut. <laughs> I was like, but my haircut, I was bald. Like yeah, what haircut? <laughs> what haircut? I'm bald. Of course there was my eyebrows. I don't understand, but that guy, see that guy with no hair. He's got a funny haircut. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck <clears throat> you. I guess, but wouldn't you do that too though? Right? Like, no, because well, if if I could speak a different language, yeah. No, because like if like if it was us in like some other country, we just be, they, and they didn't speak English. Yeah. No, want to know like, why? Like, because because they be- because anybody and everybody, if you're in a room with people and you don't speak their primary language and they're speaking it in front of you, ninety nine percent of the time you're gonna assume they're talking shit, and a hundred percent of the time they are talking shit. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be speaking the language that you understood. Well, yeah. I mean, I think they understand that you assume that they're talking shit already, so you might as well just talk shit. You know? That's also fair. That's also fair. <laughs> you got me there. You, I, don't have a re, I don't have a rebuttal for that one. Yeah. I backed you in the corner there. You did. Uh, I've been playing this wicked sick game lately. Uh, I had to stop because I literally have not had time. So I wake up at, I wake up at 6... I shower, shit, shave, have a cup of coffee, clock in at 7. I get home at 7, shit, shower, have a cup of chamomile tea, eat dinner, and go to bed by like 8.30. But I've been playing this game. You ever play Civilization? Yeah. So there's this game on Game Pass called Stellaris. Mm. Check it out. I thought you were going to say, well, I've... I I thought you were going to say City Skylines because that's a similar game too. But it's like uh, it's made by the same company, is it? Yeah, City Skylines and Stellaris are the same company. I can't get I I like I Tr- can't play City Skylines anymore because it makes me sit there for way too long. Like, well, try Stellaris because it does the same thing, but it's way cooler because you create an empire and it's basically civilization, but the whole galaxy. Yeah, but you start your empire from scratch. You pick. You you know you you pick the planet you live on you pick your religion your politics, your species your history, the way your military is made up everything hmm. you pick it all out and then you just go, and the whole goal of the game is to just conquer the galaxy, and I've had it for. What happens when you get conquered? Do you lose? I haven't even finished a game yet. I haven't won nor lost a game yet. I mean, it takes a while. Um, I started playing it last... uh, It was two Saturdays ago I started playing it. Mm. And I put probably... I was out of work for two days, and I'll get to that story next. I I I put a solid, like, 20 hours in three days in one game, and I wasn't even, like, a quarter of the way through... Like where I was supposed to be. People on Reddit are saying that one full game can take like 60 hours. Mm-hmm. But like really by the time you, you like I've played probably five separate games and each time I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to win. So then you quit and you start a new one. Yeah. <laughs> like you literally learn as you go. Yeah. There's that's the same thing in any of those games. Like even Roller Coaster Tycoon back in the day, like I'd get to a point where like I'm losing money. Yeah. And there's kind of really not much you can do. It's like I was playing Skylines and like I was trying to figure out why all the water was fucking getting like shitty. (laughs) 
<laughs> like all the water supply was poisoned or whatever. Yeah. It's like what you can't at a certain point there's so many people that are sick and shit, you're just gonna you're fucking screwed, so start over. Yeah. Yeah, I I did um even uh game dev tycoon or whatever, sometimes you get fucked. <clears throat> thing with game dev tycoon and i know the last time i played it when i was over here i was using a guide yeah <laughs> the the thing with game dev tycoon is that like it's so easy to just cheese the game and coast right you can come like, back because you know how to yeah you can you know a formula that works but you can also beat the game without beating the game if that makes sense because like as long as you retire with a net there no how far does it go like what gen does it, it go goes to? um like, does it go up to, like, PS3 and PS4? It goes 30 years in-game. So it goes up until PS5. Oh. It goes until, like, the year 2030 or some shit. But you can beat the game without beating the game. I think beating the game is, like, having... For each generation, having, like, a... Having one of the top-selling games per generation. I don't think... Is there an end to the game, or does it just let you keep no. going? Maybe yeah. when you get a, like, I got to a point where, like, uh, I created two MMOs, one of my playthroughs. I just made, like, two series, but just kept making banging sequels, and then turned each series into an MMO, mm-hmm. and then literally sat there until the game beat itself. Like, I think when, when you make a billion dollars of, like, net or gross income, what's the one, what's take-home income? Is that gross income? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. So when you get when you make a billion dollars in gross income, I think the game ends. Mm. Maybe I know you get an achievement for it. That's a fun work. game though, because every time you play it, start it's different. Because you you only start with like five different genres. I think it's different every time that you start. Which ones you start with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of like is tough at and there's like points. fucking there's like. Over a hundred different. It's like genres. you're stuck, like making mis- like murder mystery, fucking yeah, like mystery text based text based mystery sci fi games. Yeah, like what is with steering on? wheel support <laughs> <laughs> for like the Sega Genesis <laughs> mono audio. I think it's fucking hilarious that you have to unlock mono audio in that game. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, the audio before that is no is zero. Speakers. Yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. I wish there was a way to start off like present day. I hate that you have to start off with like uh, the Commodore. I don't know shit about that era. It's like the it's like the early eighties. I don't know shit about that, which I guess adds to the challenge. I guess, but at the same time, it's like it's not as fun because I don't give a fuck what games came out in the Commodore sixty four. <laughs> at least start in like start with like. The NES or like the Super Nintendo. I don't know. I guess. But uh, there was an. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get into the story. I don't know if I told anybody. I didn't want anybody to freak out about it. I think I put it in the guys' night chat. I almost died uh, two two weekends ago. Um, I was drunk and I left the bar and I bought a jar of pickles and a bunch of other munchies and shit. <laughs> oh God, here we go. And I got home and I really it's had a to recipe shit for disaster. And I, I dropped my bag on the ground mm-hmm. as soon as I got in my living room, ran to the bathroom and had explosive diarrhea, took a shower, got out and then like started putting my, my snacks and shit away. And I reached into the, the bag and I grabbed the jar of pickles I bought. <laughs> 
and it was cracked as fuck. And I was like, well, shit, it's a good thing I have a whole nother jar of pickles. <laughs> like, an empty jar for pickles, rather, because I eat a lot of pickles. Yeah. So I'm, I pour all the juice in to the other jar, and I start putting the pickles in the jar. But before I put the pickles in the jar, I reached in to eat one, and a shard of glass went right into my left index finger and through my artery. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Seth. I don't know if you know this listener. One of your main arteries is actually in your left index finger, mm-hmm. and I completely punctured it. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. No, you're not supposed to do that. So I didn't realize this at the time, but I was in trouble. Yeah. So I did what any person that was intoxicated and newly trained in the medical field would do. (laughs) And I took a zip tie, tied off my finger, put gauze around the cut, and taped that off. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm good to go. So throw my hot pocket in the microwave, turn on my Xbox, Start playing UFC. And all of a sudden, I'm like, man, my controller's kind of sticky. And I look down. The gauze was completely saturated in blood. Yeah. And I mean, I put a solid like half-inch layer of gauze around my whole finger, and it was completely red, like as red as your shorts right now. Yeah. And I was like, that's not good. And I fucking took... And I had a tourniquet on my finger, too, which made it even worse. I took the tourniquet off, the zip tie. Took the gauze off, and I'm just squirting blood all over. Yeah. And I'm good. like, oh, fuck. So then I, I I wrap the cut back up, and I'm like, I don't want to walk to the hospital. Yeah. For sure call a limo or something. You know? Well, for sure I called my father. <laughs> and for sure I was like, I, can, I could probably, I only live a block away from the hospital. Yeah. I could have totally walked there. The last thing I wanted to risk was losing so much blood on the walk there that I just bled out. <laughs> so yeah, you don't want to do that. I I tied my finger off again. I called my dad and I'm like, Dad, look. I go, uh, I'm kind of drunk right now, but I need your help. <laughs> don't panic. I go, I no. think I'm bleeding to death, Definitely and I need you out. to bring me to the hospital. And he goes, Okay. <laughs> so I throw clothes on, put my hospital badge on because I figured that would be smart. I thought. Drunkenly, I didn't do it, but drunkenly, I thought, dude, I could just walk into the ER, right? And like, I got in the truck, and immediately, I was like, I brought my badge. I don't know why they're going to have to admit me anyway, but fuck it. So I wore my badge. They got me in. By this point, I had a dish towel wrapped around my, my bleeding finger, and this was saturated, and I was feeling very lightheaded. A little bit woozy. Very woozy. So they... uh they put an actual tourniquet on my finger and that slowed the bleeding down. Yeah. Uh, and then they put stitches on it or stitches in it and like, you know, took care of it and everything and sent me home. It was like a 40 minute process. (laughs) All right. right? You're good to go. So I got home at like four in the morning. They're like, you want, you want any, we have these complimentary pickles. (laughs) (laughs) I get home at four in the morning. First thing I do when I get home I press the 30-second button on my microwave, and I eat those two Hot Pockets in my microwave. And I went to bed. Yeah. Figured Naturally. I was all right. Wake up. I'm feeling a little weird. Uh, 
get dressed. I had to work in the kitchen that day. I, I didn't have to work till 11. So I wasn't hung over or anything. I get to work. And uh, I walk in and the first thing that both cooks are sitting in the office and they're like, are you okay? I go, yeah. I go, it's a long story. I tell them exactly what I just told you guys. They're like, you look like you're still drunk. I go, I'm not still drunk. I go, I'm probably pretty hungover. They're like, no, you look fucked up. I go, ah, it's fine. It's whatever. I'm just hungover. I have significantly less blood. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this at the time. I didn't think about it. So, you know, I fucking grab a Gatorade. and I, I grab a Gatorade and ate a breakfast sandwich. And I thought I was fine. So I'm in the cafeteria for the hospital. And I had to work the register and I'm working the register and uh, one of the nurses is coming through to get lunch. And at this point, something was wrong (laughs) because not only was she talking to me, but it sounded like I had my ears cut. Like I sounded like she was talking to me and I was underwater. Yeah. Like a muffled thing. Like a very muffled tone. And it wasn't until I looked right at her that I understood what she was saying. And she said, are you all right? And I looked at her, I go, no, I lost a lot of blood last night. (laughs) She goes, do you need help? I go, yeah, I think so. So she had to walk me all the way down to the emergency room, which is where I work on the other days. It's like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, I was here a few hours ago and I, and I literally at that point, I couldn't even speak. They laid me down in bed, drew blood, took my vitals and everything. I lost so much blood that it was as if I donated blood twice in one sitting. I don't know how much blood that is, but that's what they told me. Because as soon as they started saying numbers, I was lost. Yeah. So it was pretty sweet. Uh, What happened was from noon that day until 4.30 that afternoon, I got to lay in a hospital bed. Uh, get pumped up full of benzodiazepines because my heart was tachycardic or tachycardic, whatever the fuck it means. My heart rate was going from 150 over 112 to 80 over 60 every few minutes. That's not good. It's very not good. And I had to sit there. They had to pump me full of anti-anxiety drugs and blood pressure medications. And I went through three, uh, IV saline drips and the physician was basically saying he goes it's a good thing that you came to work today because I was going to call in that's what I told him mm-hmm. he goes, it's a good thing you came to work because if you stayed home you would have just kept bleeding basically no I would have just uh, my I I had is <laughs> half my fault because I was drunk when I got home and I was drunk when I was bleeding out which made my blood thinner mm which means I lost more blood that way. But since I lost well, so much have blood, wrung out the thing back into your yeah, your, back into the cut. Into the well, cut. what happened was I was I was drunk, I was bleeding out, and through bleeding out, not only did I lose blood, but since I was losing blood, I was technically getting drunker, and I had severe alcohol poisoning, mm. oh, which yeah, is makes sense. always a good thing. Yeah. And so we're sitting there and I had no idea. And the guy's like, you're just trying to replace the blood with alcohol, you know? Yeah. The guy, the physician's like, you have alcohol in your system still. He goes, when did you stop drinking? I was like, I stopped drinking at like midnight. It's like two in the afternoon at this point, but I lost so much blood that my body couldn't filter the booze out. It was a fucking mess, dude. It was like, oh, should I cut myself? (laughs) Yeah. Pour, pour, just pour straight like proper 12 (laughs) all over it and punch a senior citizen. 
No, it was really scary, man. It was freaky. I mean, I've never been hooked up to an IV before. I've never been admitted to a hospital before. Mm -hmm. And like, I was nervous because not I work there. So I know how the steps go. <laughs> you know, like you start off with the technician, then you go to like the RN and then you go to like the senior RN and then you go to yeah. the physician's aid. And then you go to the, like the levels of, well, maybe it was all like, a, it was an, like a triage. A, maybe it was like an initiation thing. Like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like it was just a test. It's like a triage. So like the the more serious it is, the more different people have to come see you. And as soon as I got somebody that came in that was a doctor, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> They're like, do you have any heart problems? I go, no. They're like, do you smoke cigarettes? I go, yeah. They're like, okay, well, that rules that out. I go, rules what out? They're like, we'll be back. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Am I going to die? <laughs> it, was, it was fucking scary, dude. It was it was really scary over something like I'll even, I can't do you have band-aids at your house here? Cause mm. I can show you my stitches. Well, I don't know if I want to see it's literally one stitch. Oh, it's just a big one. Yeah. It, like a Lilo and stitch, like a big, do you have band-aids in your bathroom downstairs? <laughs> Probably. All right. Well, let me, I, I mean, I don't know if I want to see your stitch though. <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to get band-aids. I remember fucking, I, uh, well, it's just me and you guys now, so I remember, uh, I cut myself like forever ago on accident, like when I was in middle school and, uh, I didn't understand, like, you don't really understand how bad it is until like they tell you basically. So like I had apparently missed a main artery, but not by much. So like you you know, you don't really recognize the severity of it until like a, a medical professional diagnosis and and explains it to you. What's that? Like I, when I cut myself in middle school, um, like I didn't know how bad it was until it was explained to me, like yeah. that I had just missed an artery. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 <laughs> you are covered in that. Uh, but like you don't recognize how bad it is. It's like, oh, I've cut myself a million times. Like you know, like oh, I've gotten paper cuts. Like so, I you know, it's not that bad. But then when they tell you that you were pretty close to dying, that was the scary thing. And the 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 thing that scared me the most was like, first he was chastising me for drinking that much, and I even told him I. Would, you know, I got drunk. I go, but I still had work in the morning, so I didn't get wasted. I had six beers. That's it. Yeah. I just got entirely trashed. So I had, I had six beers throughout the night. So yeah, it was a marathon thing. It wasn't like six a beers in four hours is not that bad at all. That's what I mean, you weren't sprinting. Yeah. And I was, I was pretty, I, I thought I was sober when it happened. My BAC was probably ridiculous though. <laughs> like admittedly, <laughs> like, but still, um, <laughs> well, especially with like the amount of blood displacement. <laughs> yeah. That was the issue. <laughs> That was the big issue. But yeah, that's literally how small the cut was. It took oh, wow. one stitch. Yeah, that's not big at all. No. I remember I had like four or five stitches for mine. Yeah. It was an exact amount. It was literally one stitch. Um, just fucking rips open on, on camera. Yeah, like <laughs> starts spewing all over the place. <clears throat> spewing. But yeah, long story short, I mean, it was just really scary. Drake and Josh, um, Drake and Josh reference. 
I haven't been that scared in a long time, especially when it's like people that the scary thing to me was that it was not only people I knew, but it was people I worked with that were concerned. Yeah. Well, maybe they like, because at that point, like I knew basic stuff and I knew what the triage meant and all this other stuff. And the fact that you did not know that you should, you shouldn't just wrap it up and continue to play video games. But if I had known, I I, I didn't know I ruptured an artery or punctured an artery until I got there. Yeah. You know, like if you just cut, if you get a piece of glass in your finger. That's what I mean. Like you're not going to think about it like that. Yeah. Obviously, if I knew right away, I would have gone right to the ER. If I went to the ER right away, I probably would have been fine. Uh, yeah, maybe. You definitely would have been I wouldn't have lost that much blood. For sure, yeah. Yeah. So, to anybody who's listening, for sure, like, if you're, like, losing blood or whatever, like, you should probably, like... Go to the ER. Yeah, like, try and stop losing, If you don't want to see me go at night... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make sure you cut yourself at night. Yeah, I won't be there at night. I leave at 7 p.m. every day. But yeah, so that's my almost dying story. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it is cool. You know, I think a lot of people have like almost dying stories, which that's, is weird. That's like my uh, there is one where I fell off. I fell uh, down the cliff by uh, the cemetery on Mitchell Street. Oh, yeah. I almost died then, but that was mostly like. Well, don't do that. You know, I was drunk. Yeah. I was really drunk. It seems like all these things have alcohol involved in them all of your almost dying you know mm, yeah <laughs> it's a trend can't say it's a coincidence i mean i guess it could be a coincidence but no there's not enough uh <laughs> evidence there has to be a certain amount of occurrences for it to be coincidental mm. i mean um the, and the third time i almost died was when i tried to kill myself so that's only like two-thirds of the time yeah but that's like you trying to die so. yeah exactly that's a different thing yeah that's like a net positive, isn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. It's I a mean, gross, I, I gross di- positive. I almost died twice. <laughs> it's a gross positive. <laughs> I almost died twice on accident and then didn't die once on purpose. So that's an overall pretty good time. That's a W right there. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, what are you going to do? You know, it's like a, it's like a walk-off home run in the ninth. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um... Do I regret it? Not really. No, I would definitely cut myself with the pickle jar again, you know? It was an accident. It was an accident, and I ended up fine. I lost a lot of blood, but I was fine. Did you keep the jar? Yeah, I still have have the jar. Did it have your artery It has my blood all over it. That's cool. I still have the jar and all the pieces of glass, too. Yeah, for sure. And I ate all those pickles. You should frame that shit, like put it in a display. It's on my fucking coffee table. (laughs) Yeah. People need to know, dude. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, like people are like, "You're that was so stupid." It's like, yeah, it was stupid, but like, that could happen to anybody. So you reached into the jar and went to grab like the last pickle or something. Is that what we were saying? Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't like shook the jar and got the pickle. Out I didn't think there was like it, okay. <laughs> now the glass is broken because I fucking broke it. Like I broke it completely. But it literally just looked like there was a crack in the jar. So I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know there was a piece of glass mm-hmm. sticking out from the crack. It just looked like the jar was cracked. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, for sure, glass is not cool when it's broken. You know, I'm not a big fan of broken. Like the thing that pisses me off is that people are like, "Oh, you were drinking, so that's what happened." It's like, no, I was eating pickles. So it's not even that. It's the fact that even sober, I'm I'm thinking, "Oh, that's just a crack in the jar." Yeah, it's fine. It's a cautionary tale. The jar stayed intact until I broke it on purpose because I was mad. Yeah, like. You should sue the pickle company, dude. It was like, see this glass? If there was just a crack from like here to here, that's all it looked like. was just a crack in the glass. I didn't think there was shards of glass in it. Yeah. You know? Whatever. (laughs) Like, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Well, anyway, you made it through, you know? You're still with us, so... Yeah, and I'm still drinking, and I'm still eating pickles. You made it. You're still eating pickles. You're still getting the jars. You know what I mean? No, from now on, you got to buy them in plastic jars. <laughs> no, fuck that. That's retarded. Yeah. I don't have good you luck. You can't with... get the Vlasic anymore, dude. I don't have good luck. It was Vlasic, too. Kosher yeah. Dill Spears. Well, that's top I don't of have. Line. Yeah, they are. I don't have luck with anything green. I remember the time where I, uh, I, <laughs> I fucked up my whole uh, digestive tract because I ate a bunch of kale. I think I told that story. I ex- I shat myself. Mm-hmm. I ate I ate like uh, it was Kale. like f- three or four days worth of fiber in one sitting, and I was backed up for like a couple days. And then when I did shit, it was just straight liquid, liquid green, for like a day and a half. Yeah, that's not good. My doctor thought I had C diff, <laughs> but it was just it was just a bunch of kale. Yeah, it'll do that to you, man. Did you know that kale is actually wicked bad for you? So is cabbage. It fucks up your thyroid. Mm. It doesn't seem like you would... I don't know. I wouldn't eat... I, I probably wouldn't just sit there and eat kale anyway, realistically. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Now that that's out of the way. Welcome back to the world. Thanks. Yeah. Glad you didn't die. Uh, You're the first person that said that. <laughs> You're literally the first person that said that. Everybody else was like, <laughs> "Drat, <laughs> darn, <laughs> son of a bitch." <laughs> oh shit! So I watched the AEW event the other night. How was that? Uh, it was really good. Uh, it was called All Out, and I think it was their last pay per view before they do their TNT deal. Which I think starts next month. I think it's October first or second. Second, I think, is the first day. And uh, Chris Jericho is the inaugural uh, AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Sick. I think they call it World Heavyweight Championship. I don't remember. Maybe just World Championship. I don't know. But he won the belt, and apparently today he was. Uh, in like an Outback Steakhouse or some shit, and the belt got stolen from his limo. <laughs> so somebody right now has the AEW championship, just walking around with it. <laughs> so good on you, Jericho. <laughs> I gotta say though, Jericho is probably one of my favorite. He's one of the greats. You know what I mean? He might be my favorite because, like, your favorite ever. Yeah. Yeah, I would say he's probably my favorite ever. 
he's definitely up there with me too. Yeah, I I think really like if if I, there's only a few guys I could like make a case for. I guess Triple H is up there, but I think uh, Jericho just overall like he was so good mic wise and like in the ring he was wicked good. And he like I'm pretty sure and he beat Stone Cold and The Rock in the same night. Yep. He fucking was like a WCW champion, a WWF WWE champion. I think he's got a big hog. NJPW. He's done work in Japan. Like the dude's fucking. He's done everything. Like there's not really anything he hasn't done. Like think of an accolade, and he's pretty much done it. Intercontinental champion, like fucking thirteen times or some stupid shit. He's from Winnipeg. Yeah, I don't remember how many times he's held the Intercontinental title. I need to find out though. Intercontinental. Uh, I remember reading it, and he, I think he's like the. Like, I want to say he's got the most intercontinental championship uh, wins. Uh, he, yep, he does have the most. List of WWE intercontinental champions. Shinsuke Nakamura holds it right now. Uh, this is a shit Wikipedia page. Oh my god, Pat Patterson was the first. Wow, nineteen seventy nine in Brazil. Randy Savage held it. Dude, the Intercontinental Title was awesome. There's so many fucking awesome names that had it too. Honky Tonk Man, <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> Warrior, Rick Rude, Mister Perfect, Bret Hart, Roddy Piper. British Bulldog, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Diesel, Jeff Jarrett. It was like it used to be. Goldust had it. Ahmed Johnson, holy shit. Triple H had it. Stone Cold had it. Owen Hart had it. The Rock. Uh, Val Venus. Edge. Uh, D'Lo. Dude, fucking everybody held that belt. Um... But the reason I liked what the, they used to do with the Intercontinental title was because, like, they used to use it to build guys, and they don't do that anymore. It's like now it's just like an extra. It's like the second tier belt. You know? Yeah, that's the thing that the sucks. The U.S. titles like that too, though. Yeah, I remember when I was younger, uh, the Intercontinental title was basically the title that was given to the next guy up. Yeah, and now it seems like it's given to the next guy down. Yeah. Or even just, like, a lateral move. Well, recently, Balor had it a couple times, I think. Yeah. But that's because they don't want, like, the guy to... It's, like, they, the guy that they don't want to be the guy. Or, like, he's taking a second spot to whoever. Whoever the current, like, actual champion is. Yeah. A lot of times they have to do that because fucking Lesnar. <laughs> like, <laughs> if they're going to have Lesnar hold the belt and he's not going to be there half the time... Somebody's got to hold like that belt has to be the like basically the primary belt. I don't watch I don't watch enough WWE anymore to. I haven't I haven't watched it. And I like I don't know. I was thinking about getting WWE Network again just to like see what's going on. I did like some of their like original stuff that they had on there, like some of their shows, like Twenty Four or whatever, like WWE Twenty Four or something they called it, or. Uh, 
they used to do the Stone Cold, like they used to do a Stone Cold podcast on there, and I don't think they do that anymore, but they used to do it like live right after Raw. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. There's some cool stuff on there, and you can always watch like classic Raw uh, episodes, like full full episodes of the old fucking ones. But I, I like, I don't know. It's only 10 bucks a month. It's like, really, it's a pretty good deal. I just wish that, like, it had everything on it. And it doesn't have, you can't have it do weekly shows because they're on the fucking, the TV networks. But, I mean, it's worth getting, like, once in a while, like, just to see, like, WrestleMania or, like, uh, SummerSlam or whatever. Even then, though, it's like, nowadays you can stream shit. I've noticed a lot of fucking streaming platforms are getting fucked over, though, by, like, like even if, whether it's wrestling, like, even the AEW pay-per-view was getting pulled, like, from Reddit and shit. But it's because, yeah. like, everybody, they know about it now, so. And how yeah. did they not in the first place? They didn't I mean, know it's not as, that complex. They didn't know it was as popular as it was, and then, like... I know Brendan Schaub definitely bragged about MMA streams all the yeah, time. Yeah. But then other celebrities were doing the same thing. And yeah. then that's when they realized, oh shit, everybody uses it because celebrities use it. Because yeah. I remember MMA streams wasn't it wasn't a niche thing. It was just no one know, said no one talked it about it. And then as well. soon as celebrities and other famous people started talking about it. Yeah. Coincidentally, they all start getting shut down. It's so weird, though, because Reddit was like already a big spot, and all you had to do was search for yeah. MMA streams. Like, there it is, first fucking one. Here's all the links to all the streams. The thing that pisses me off about the streaming services, like as far as the illegal streams or whatever, is that the people that can afford it are going to pay for it. So you're basically cutting out the people that can't afford it but still want to watch it right most well of the that's time. the thing is like i can afford to get those things but like i'm they're overpriced like a lot especially ufc events i'm not going to pay 80 fucking dollars for an event that i'm gonna watch once to, to rent it for like two days for 48 hours or whatever it's not gonna happen nope um like, the only thing I would pay for is WrestleMania. I would pay for WrestleMania. I would and that's pay, only 10 bucks a month. 10 yeah. bucks, And they usually do, like, if you have a new account, you can just get it for free. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of people that just keep making accounts, like fake emails, signing up for WWE Network, getting their free month, and then calling it quits. And then getting another fucking fake email. <laughs> so, I mean, potentially you can just get free WWE Network all the time. But even $10 is jack shit to watch WrestleMania. That's a fucking, honestly, it's a great deal. Yeah. Um, there was a thing I was watching yesterday. It's called The Nerd Crew. It's a red letter media spoof show where they like make fun of all those uh, podcasts that just talk about like TV shows and Star Wars and stuff. Yeah. That are like the 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 Star Wars insiders or whatever the fuck. Um, I don't know how people can get. Like they have that much content to go do a whole podcast about it. They were making fun of uh, how many streaming services there are and how. Well, it's um, only going to be there's only going to be more. Yeah, that's basically how it is. They were talking about how, you know, in a very sarcastic way that basically by the end of next year, every single network and big multimedia company is going to have their own independent streaming service. Mm-hmm. And 
the, they're also not going to get subscribers. No, People are going to just stop go back watching to things. Yeah, or that. Just because, get a fucking, go to YouTube or, or some Or shit. just, yeah, like you said, stop watching stuff. Because all I want to do is binge watch Scrubs right now. Right. But I don't know what that's on. Is that on Hulu? I don't think it's on anything right now. Yeah. It might be on Hulu. I do like the the way that Google works now where you can type in a show and it'll show you all the platforms it's on. That's dope. I didn't know it did that. It does for me at least. It'll show it like right at the top and it'll go like, oh, here's, uh, it says right here, it says available on Hulu. Yep. It's on there. And it tells you if you're subscribed and then all the other platforms. So it'll say Amazon video, Vudu, YouTube. Google Play, iTunes, and it gives you the price right there, too, which is pretty nice. I think you don't even need Prime Video to get those shows, though. Like, I could pay $0.99 and watch Scrubs, even if I'm not a subscriber to Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's $0.99 an episode or whatever, because back in the day on iTunes, you could buy episodes of TV shows for, for like, 99 cents yeah. a piece or like buy a song for like 99 cents <laughs> it's like no just buy the album dude like and most of the time the album was 10 bucks and there's 12 tracks so you're you're it's you're better off just buying the album instead of buying each song yeah i like that youtube does that like i watch clips from shows mainly scrubs i mean you can get it all like, on youtube it's yeah like, it's like, oh, this, it, this, but... it'll, it'll tell you too. Like, if you watch a clip from Scrubs, it'll be like, oh, this is from season two, episode five. Buy yeah. the episode for a dollar yeah. or two dollars or buy the season for twenty dollars. The fuck? That was weird. My headphones suck. <clears throat> um, there was a, uh, like, there's a kind of a cool integration that they have, like, on YouTube now where you can, like, when you upload, you can pick like the category and be like, oh, this is a TV show or like this is a game or whatever. And it'll categorize it. And like on the side of the video, it'll say like this is the game that is being played in this video. Yeah. Or whatever. And because of that, you can click it and it'll show you like related stuff to that game. So I think that's what they do with TV shows is they'll give you that and then they'll give you related content to that show. And I mean, that's cool. I mean, I like like YouTube does a lot of cool shit, but it's also like fucked in a lot of ways. The only at thing, least for creator, like for creators, is really the problem. Like users have it good. Yeah. The only problem I have with YouTube, or the only thing I buy on YouTube rather, is documentaries because that's one of the only places to find basically every documentary yeah. you could want to watch. Like they have all the thirty for thirties on there, and they're only like five bucks a piece. Yeah. So I'll throw fucking five bucks in and get the bad boy pistons or throw five bucks in and get something about like, um, another thing. Any, anything really. Literally anything. They've done a 30 for 30 on everything. So. Yeah. They should do a 30 for 30 on us. They should. Sick. And I've been talking to them, but they don't respond. <laughs> yeah. ESPN for some reason doesn't respond to, uh, random emails that they receive. Um, I guess I was I was reading actually somewhere that uh, YouTube is pulling their like they're making it so that if a content if you are a company that like is constantly attacking videos for copyrighted shit just to get the revenue you can't do it anymore they're now making it so that you can claim a video but you can't just immediately take all the revenue from it which is good because that de-incentivizes them to start claiming yeah. videos left and fucking right. I mean, you're still going to get flagged for fucking playing music or whatever, but 
it's it's fucking definitely a better move because there's going to be less c- companies fucking going after everything with that algorithm. I mean, that's such bullshit that they can just pull all of the revenue from a fucking three-hour video because you played 12 seconds of a song. <laughs> it's a, it's a thing that should never been put in place anyway. No. And the thing that sucks Well, the problem is that-, is that they can't control all of it. They have to put something there. Like, there's no there's no way to monitor all of it at once. It's There's too much content on YouTube, and there's too many creators. Like, anybody fucking can just fucking start uploading shit. I wonder if they... I wonder how they detect, like, what is pornography and what isn't and shit. Because, I mean, I've never tried to upload porn, but... <laughs> I, like, I imagine there's an algorithm that picks that up and is like, well, that's a titty, so we're not... We can't upload this. Do they show tits on YouTube? Yeah. So you can show tits. You can't show buttholes, Gabe's buttholes. Dude, there was a fucking thing that Eddie Bravo was talking about on someone's podcast one day about how, like, uh, you can't watch porn on YouTube, but if you look up the right things, you can watch porn on YouTube. Mm. And it was something like, you you can't watch porn, but you can watch, like, 18 E-Jack. You can't watch porn, but you can watch, like, blowjob tutorials. Right. You know, you can't watch porn, but you can watch like stuff that isn't naturally or organically sexual in any way, but yeah. you can still jerk off and watch it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just bypass that and like go to an actual porn site. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to watch porn on YouTube. But if it's all you got, you know, if, it's all, if YouTube's the only thing, somehow if YouTube's the only thing you have, then. Yeah, right? Poor fucks. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking. It's just weird that like we now have such fucking quick access to anything too. And it's funny because you can literally search for anything on YouTube and it'll come up. Like you can find anything, any fucking obscure ass video game that you played. Don't remember the name to. Like you can find it somehow on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that like I found a a clip from a TV show by literally typing in four words. Yeah, like maybe some of a quote or something. Yeah, and like it's that. like, oh, here it is, right here. Yeah, bitch. It's and pretty, then it, it's pretty sweet, honestly. And then it cuts the video cuts right before the good part. You it know? does. <clears throat> what are we at for time? Uh, a couple of years, I think. I guess. Not that I want to take a break. I just, I can't read that far. I can't read. Does it. I say 159? There's no way we've been going for two hours. We started at what? 730? I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Uh, I can try and uh, get out and look and see and get on and look and see. So, if it connects to my computer, uh, an hour and 10 minutes. Really? Yeah, more or less. So, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> I have not eaten today, so I would like to do that at some point. Um, but yeah, YouTube's crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to find other things to talk about. Dude, but... I fucking... I was looking up, like, the old fucking Madden games the other day, because I couldn't remember what the first one I played was. Like, mm-hmm. And I was, like, looking up, like, IGN reviews and shit. And, like, you, I watched them, like, in sequence, too, and I was like, well, they didn't add anything this year. They didn't add anything the year after. Like, yeah. oh, they added a new franchise mode screen. Like, <laughs> pretty awesome. And I still bought Madden, Madden 20. 
I actually kind of don't mind it. It moves the like player movement is a lot better. Like there's no like fucking weird cuts. Like it doesn't take them four seconds to change directions and shit now. Like you don't like you can actually at least fucking move. Like the locomotion's better. The animations are a little bit better. Still, you're fucking seeing the same fucking tackles and shit. But I got it for forty bucks. I was like, whatever. Better than fucking. I'm not gonna pay sixty for it. I don't fucking. I only play Madden, fucking the show and Destiny. So like, as far as I'm concerned, like sixty bucks a year isn't that big of a deal. And it's sixty bucks a year for Destiny, basically. Although I actually pay probably like eighty for all the extra content, but still, if I'm only gonna play those games, whatever. Yeah, I still haven't gotten Madden twenty yet. I'm probably going to eventually. Yeah. I don't mind it. It doesn't. I mean, fucking for sure, you can make actual plays now, and the defense is tougher. I noticed that it's it, it does get harder every year, or at least I don't know. I can't tell if it's like maybe I'm just not used to the game yet. But every time I pick it up, like it's definitely more difficult to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Like it's tougher to fit throws in. You can control passes a lot better now. Um, but that fucking face of the franchise mode is so fucking stupid. Like you play the two college games, you pick, like you start off, you pick a college that you're going to go to and then you pick, I think you even pick your opponents for the two games. Really? Mm -hmm. There's like a, a scene where you're like in like the fucking, back area of like one of the stadiums and like a reporter's like oh blah 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 what are you what are you here for some dude the story is so dumb too because you so the story is that you're a quarterback who has never played a game in college at all and apparently like the fucking starter gets injured right before the game before the national championship game so you have to step in as a kid who's never played a game in college win that game, then win the national championship game, then go to the NFL and be like a fucking and throw and be rookie of the year. <laughs> Which makes actually no sense at all. And then for some reason they threw a kid with cancer into the game. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. did there's a there's a little like there's a little girl that like asks you to like throw four touchdown passes in like the national game. Championship you gotta be fucking for like, kidding me. No, you're not fucking kidding. kidding. It's actually me. that's actually what happened. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure it was four touchdown passes. I did, I pulled it off, so she lived. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I don't know what happens if you don't. <laughs> and then like she was basically around until like week four of the regular season in the NFL, and then stopped texting me. So amazing. <laughs> I don't know if she died or whatever. Maybe I didn't throw enough touchdown passes to keep her alive. <laughs> it's like that fucking episode of South Park where Stan's like the coach of the <laughs> Can hockey team. Can you make team. it so I don't have cancer? <laughs> That's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it's such a dumb fucking thing. And your like, creative character looks so bad, too. Like You can never make it look good because there's like eight different faces. <laughs> what the fuck? Your guy always looks like he's Asian, which is pretty Every cool. Every time, yeah. <laughs> Because they never get the eyes right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, EA is just one of those companies, like, they just get, they just don't want to do anything. There's no reason for them to, because it's, there's no competition, so. What are you going to do? 
I think that that's just kind of silly. Well, because the problem like, is that there's a fucking exclusive license, and that shouldn't even be legal. <laughs> like the NFL should be able to license out to as many like to multiple different fucking brands. Like back in the day when they had e, like EA and 2K, it, there was at least competition, and somebody was trying to be better than the other. And because of that, like the games were good. It's not like that anymore because they don't have anybody to compete with. 2K gets a lot of shit for its fucking uh, microtransactions. But 2K at the same owns, time, like they have a lot of like franchises that are just theirs too. Though they they don't have competition for a lot of them. Well, yeah, but I was gonna say at the same time, 2K's franchise mode for for NBA is mm-hmm. out of this world, sure. way better than any other franchise mode. Yeah, and it's weird because like they had already got it. Right, and then they just don't fuck it up. Is all they all they have to do? Yeah, like, like they've their, already got their my it. My league mode has basically been the same mode for like four years, right. but it was already perfect. Yeah, like you. Why? In, would in you... my personal opinion, you know, like, but but that's the thing is Madden had a bunch of cool shit, and like they just got rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> and it didn't make any sense to get rid of any of it. Like even the creative team like isn't there anymore, and like that's the NFL's thing though. Apparently. The NFL actually is part of the reason why Madden is shitty. Sure. The NFL didn't want you to create... Um, well, the NFL also only wants EA to be the one that's in charge of the fucking game, so... Yeah. Because <laughs> I know the NFL got rid of a bunch of features. They got rid of, like, uh, when people get injured, you don't actually see the injury anymore. No. I remember... Uh, you just see the little red thing up at the top, and it says who's injured. Yeah, it doesn't show the injury. They don't. They don't get taken off the field on a cart anymore. I uh, did see a guy walk off the field uh, injured in Madden Twenty, though. Yeah, he but that that was field. always in there. They just don't like when they walk off the field. They're like, oh, they're walking off the field. But even though they like <laughs> broke both their shins yeah, or something, yeah. <laughs> legit, definitely can't walk. But he's walking off the field because that's yeah. the animation that they picked. That's what the RNG chose. There is a lot of that shit that's RNG in those games, though. It's fucking stupid. Completely and totally random, like, based on what animations you get and stuff like that. It's like, dude, that's not how the game should work. Like, you just get fucking frustrated. But there's no other options. It's that simple. Fucking EA has UFC. It's like, you can't do... There's no other, like, alternative with that. You know, it wouldn't be so bad if they had, like, Fight Night still. Like, if they still did, like, Fight Night games. They said they're bringing back Fight Night. They should. That's what I heard. Because, I think that'd um, be really cool. The the director of... What's the last one they made? Fight Night Champion? Champion. The director of Fight Night Champion said that he, he wanted to bring back Fight Night, which... Yeah. He should. Sure. Who's going to buy it, though? I think people would buy it. It's just... I don't know. It wouldn't sell more than the UFC games. Like, maybe it would sell okay overseas. It would definitely get the Intercontinental Championship for fighting games. Because I feel like, I don't think boxing, maybe I'm totally wrong, but I feel like boxing isn't as popular in America as it used to be. It's not. And it's weird, too, because boxing's in a pretty good spot right now as far as, like, stars and, like, star power, at least. Like, there's a lot of fucking good boxers out there. And they probably could draw pretty good numbers if, like... <laughs> I think the UFC is just, like, the problem. Like, there's too many people... The UFC that, is just so much more fun to watch, in my yeah, opinion. It's definitely more fun to watch. 
Like the UFC is fighting, and I think boxing is more of a sport. Sport itself. Yeah, my thing with with boxing is just how fucking corrupt it is. Yeah, there are so many different promotions and belts and championships and and they don't even hide it though like no they're like oh did you got did you throw that fight and they're yeah yeah (laughs) yep but the crazy thing is how much there's so much more money in boxing yeah there definitely is i mean because i think there's the ufc is super saturated right now too there's a lot of fucking guys and there's a lot of divisions yeah. And there's a lot of there, shows. Or there needs to be one more division. There needs to be... A 165. Yeah, no. but it's like... What's the one they're trying to bring in? They have 125, 35, 45, 55, 70. Yeah. So they need, I think they should bring in a 165 division and then bump welterweight to 75. Because then middleweight is 85, light heavyweight is 205. Mm-hmm. And then heavyweight is two hundred five forty five. It's two forty. Well, I think two forty five is like the max. I thought it was two sixty. <clears throat> it might be two sixty. That's pretty fucking big, though. Yeah. That's my biggest issue with the UFC is that the heavyweight division is the one. Of, there's that, a lot of gray area there. <laughs> there is a. It's mostly gray area. Right. And it's. Kind you, of you almost have like to that. put on weight to just get to the max, basically. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I guess you don't have to, but you probably should. <laughs> or just fucking cut and work at light heavyweight. I just think there's too many shows because of that. Like, people can't watch, possibly watch all of it, really. You know? It's harder to keep up with guys. And it's harder to make stars, too, when there's that many fights going on. As far as boxing or... In the UFC, there's just fights every single week, so... I think the issue with the UFC now is that um, they don't know who to market. It doesn't seem like they try to market anybody, though. Like, it doesn't seem like they really try to push anybody. Well, it's like... Like, Stipe's a guy that they should really be pushing. Well, they do They do fight nights three three weeks every month, and then they do pay-per-views once a month. But, like, the fight nights, like, this past one that just happened, well, yeah, I guess, like you said, they don't market anybody. I don't fucking give a shit about the women's straw weight division. So, yeah, make it a main event on a fight night and have them fight in China with a whole Chinese card. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, why should I wake up at six in the morning to watch that? There's no reason. Yeah. There well, has to be. And I was talking to Andy about this. Um, It's never going to happen because it, it was this the card that um, Stipe and Cormier fought on was one of the best cards ever. Yeah. But I feel like. There should be two five-round fights every event. The co-main and the main. The co-main should be a five-round fight. And the uh, Chael Sonnen talked about it, but they should bring back the super fight belt, like a catchweight belt. Yeah, you could do that. But at the same time, it's like, I think every event, if not every event, then every pay-per-view should just have a fucking ridiculous, heavy-hitting super fight on there. Think about a like get get like a top contender from two different divisions, and have them fuck each other up. You know, get like a get like a Romero 
And but then you'd end up with a bunch of those belts, right? Because you well, have don't one even give them a belt. Then. In, don't even have, give them a belt. Then they just have a super fight. Have a have the co-main be like two top tier guys. Right. Maybe the number two contenders that have already lost out on a title shot. Give them a big money fight. Well, I think they can push Diaz. <laughs> They're going they to. Really They're going to push the fuck. I mean, it's going to be Diaz Masvidal or Masvidal. Yeah. That's happening. And then apparently Tony Ferguson is fighting whoever wins this Saturday. That's what they say. That's what they've been saying for years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Khabib and Poye is going to be ridiculous. I, I think... I still got Khabib, dude. I think Khabib's going to win. I think Poirier's going to surprise people, though. Yeah. I think, dude, Khabib is just... Uh, there's too much control. Like, the guy's just insane. Yeah. The guy's literally been wrestling since he was fucking, uh, like, he was jizz. Like, <laughs> he was still jizz when he was wrestling. <clears throat> hmm I mean, it's fucking just out of this world, like, the control. Like, I just watched the Conor fight again. Uh, McGregor and fucking Khabib. And I was like, this is, like, it's almost embarrassing, like, how he gets completely manhandled. Like the wrestling is just uh, like like it's pretty much uncontested. <laughs> like once he gets you down, like there's no he has too much fucking control. His ground and pound like is ridiculous. He's constantly hitting you with shit. He doesn't really like, and even if he doesn't hit you hard with something, he's still fucking his his like the number of times he's throwing at you is overwhelming and it keeps you fucking from being able to think about what you need to do to get up. Yeah. He's a very, um, he's, he's constantly pressuring. He's super aggressive and super safe at the same time. It's very strange. Yeah. Well also like the fact that he's so good at wrestling leaves, it, it lets him be a better striker. It opens up a lot of shit standing. Yeah. Agreed. I think St. Pierre was the same thing. Like, I, I think GSP was able to strike with certain guys that he really would have had no business striking with because he had the threat of, like, a takedown at any point in time. So it gets them thinking, like, oh, if he changes levels, he's going to try and take me down. I have to sprawl this. But, like, basically I'm saying that if you can fucking wrestle, you you'll be able to stand with guys that you shouldn't be able to stand with because there's a fucking that second dimensional threat. Like if it was just fucking Khabib versus McGregor in a fucking striking match. Like a swang and bang. Yeah, you got to take McGregor. I mean, really, a a lot of people in that division, I would take their striking over Khabib's. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean, though. It's like it kind of puts him on par because he can wrestle so well. What's the thing with Nate Diaz? What 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 is it about him that makes him so good? He's his cardio, his boxing. His I mean, cardio is insane. He's te- he's a he's got insane jujitsu that he it doesn't seem like he ever uses. No, well he doesn't. He I mean he likes to strike. Yeah, I mean he's that kind of fighter. Nate Diaz is like one of my favorites to watch, and I, I think he's I, it's his charisma too. Yeah, there's like. Uh, like there's just something about him. I don't even know what I like about him. I just love watching him fight. There's just every fight he's in is just awesome. He's kind of like uh, Justin Gaethje, yeah, or Cowboy. Well, he doesn't even have to do that much to like hype a fight either. No, like he just kind of has to be there. 
<laughs> like, he just has to kind of be in the fight and people will watch it. And it's weird because they never really... They didn't... I mean, they sort of, in a way, they pushed him, but, like, they didn't give him, like, a huge fucking... I mean, now that he came back, they definitely made it a big deal. But I, I think like it's because they, they realize now that yeah. he's back how big of a draw he is yeah i think he might be the biggest draw that they have right now <laughs> honestly he might be he might be the biggest draw that they have right now just because people know the name i mean because like if you don't count mcgregor which i don't know if you can i mean khabib probably has a pretty big name now but is he a household name in comparison to diaz Nate diaz now the thing with Khabib, though, is that what did they have? They showed one of his things, one of his free fights. His free fight against Ally Aquinta, I yeah. want to say, yeah, broke a million views in like six hours. Right. And then they just put Diaz, or they just put Nurmagomedov McGregor on YouTube uh, yesterday. I didn't even get to see the view count for that yet. Uh, I looked at it. I don't remember what it was, though. It was only like, I mean, I watched it when it came up. So like it was probably like a couple tens of thousands or whatever. Holy shit. Okay. So if it will load, which it won't. No, it's not going to. So we've got. Uh, How many likes and subscribes? If it'll fucking, it's not going to pop up now. No. Just so UFC on. free fight. Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Ally Akinta, eight and a half million views. That was last Tuesday. Dustin Poirier at Alvarez two was two million views. That was last Wednesday. Yesterday morning, McGregor Nurmagomedov. Since yesterday morning, six point six million views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the one I watched the other day. I mean, he just does so well at, like, wrapping your legs up, too, so you can't stand. Like, there's nothing you can do to get up. Like, he holds you down so well. And then when he wants to punch you, he does. <laughs> it's literally, like, about what Khabib wants to do. Like, <laughs> like, you're basically at the mercy of what he wants to do. Like, I don't know how you even strategize against that fucking guy. You have to be able to out-wrestle him, I guess. Is that, I mean, that's really the only thing I can think of. Um, in UFC, you literally just have to, in like UFC 3, the only way of beating him is by mixing it up. And there isn't really a fighter. You have to basically be on par with Khabib's wrestling, which nobody is. You have to be far better at striking than him, which anybody that's that much better at striking than him isn't going to be on par with his wrestling. Yeah. And you also have to have better cardio than him, which you don't. Yeah. I've always liked that formula, man, that fucking wrestling heavy. I think wrestling is the best base to have getting into MMA. Yeah. Because it's like you can, if you can choose where the fight happens, you fucking win every time. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's literally all it is. If you can keep the fight in your comfort zone. It's like uh, with any sport though. It's like if you can implement your game plan. Then you win. It's like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Well, the Patriots... See, the thing about that like last Super Bowl, though, is like there was a... I felt like the game plan was in place, and 
the adjustments weren't able to be made when the Patriots made adjustments to their defense. Cause like I watched a lot of like film afterwards on it and the Patriots were moving a lot of guys like pre-snap and like, that was really confusing Mm -hmm. and I don't think that I don't think they were able to adjust for those shifts that the defense was you making. You mean Jared Goff in the offense? I think Goff didn't have the ability to call certain checkdowns. Like, I don't think they let him. He's still a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they trusted him enough to be like, oh, like, this needs to go here and this. Like, the audio, like the way, the amount of audibles he could call, I don't think allowed for that, for them to fucking account for the things that the Patriots were doing. Yeah. I think the Patriots just fucking, they're just too well coached and they know that it's an inexperienced quarterback who doesn't have the, uh, like that team captain like status yet. It's the same way with, um, like the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Uh, with basketball there, everybody on that team buys into the system and they all do every, everybody on, on the Patriots on the defense specifically, Every single player is really only pretty good at one thing, right? But they I also mean, are... but then you have Stefan. I mean, you have you have solid. You have or not even you have elite players where you need them for the Patriots. You have Brady. You had Gronk, but now all you have is Brady, which really that's all you need. Sure. Let's you give Brady, who's still probably who's still top ten, top five. And then you give them above average guys in every other spot on the offense. We'll take it. Send it. You just need guys that can run the offense as long as you have Belichick. I mean, all you need is guys that will do what they're told to do, basically. Well, yeah, that's what I was getting at. And then on the defense, you know, every single guy in that defense besides Stefan Gilmore and uh, Devin McCourty are just all right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just literally need... Um, uh, who else is on that I mean, team? I, it, Dante really, Hightower, Kyle Van Noy, they're pretty decent, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's like the coach needs to know their strengths and then just game plan to that strength, and then you're fine. Yeah. I think that's like... I think it's super underrated, being a fucking NFL coach. It's fucking really hard to do. And especially when you come in like, like week one, and... You have no scouting on what the other team's going to do. So you're literally just going, we're banking on our game plan. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, like, I don't know, we got to figure something out on the spot. Because <laughs> like, like there's Rivera. no film. You got a riverboat run it, dude. Yeah. There's there's no film to watch in preparation for week one. And even week two, it's like, chances are you're, you're coming out in the next fucking week with a different game plan than what you just fucking had. Cause now the only film on you is fucking week one. It's, uh, you almost, it's weird. Cause you almost have to ignore the game film <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Well, they always said that the season doesn't really start till October. Yeah. Yeah. I like mean, it, if you start off the season four and oh, you're in pretty solid. Sure. Shape. Yeah. It's a matter of like put, putting yourself in a good spot when the season starts. Like, to get into full swing. Yeah. Who the fuck? Somebody's really got to get a hold of you, dude. Um, all right. I'm going to take a break here. 
uh, I don't think we have any advertisers this week. So nope. we'll be back in a split second. All right, welcome this back. This my beer. Uh, that can't be the last of my beer. That's the last of No, I didn't. Yeah. There's a little bit in that one. There's a little bit in both of them. Yeah. Why don't you what mix am I them? doing? What am I doing? I got to marry the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just, you know, drink them separately. No, no, no. I need the, I need the backwash. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Christian is so bad about that shit. What, backwash? Dude, every time I've ever drank with him, he leaves like a million cans around, but they're not drank all the way. Like when I finish my drink, it's pretty much fucking gone. You know, you know what? You know what happens to me when I drink with Christian? Nothing, because he always fucking bails on me. Yeah, you you don't drink with you Christian. You don't drink with Christian because he, doesn't he fucking show doesn't show up. Yeah. No, he goes, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that until five minutes before it's about to happen. It always happens. <clears throat> so, um I found this video on Reddit. It is at Petco Park, which is where the uh it's where the Padres play in San Diego. The and San Diego were, Padres? Yeah, the San Diego Padres. <laughs> they play in San Diego, yeah, they don't do, they? They do play in San Diego. <laughs> oh, uh, man. They uh, they rickrolled the entire audience. You got to be kidding me. Uh, so. Um, I got to get my, uh, my peanut butter crackers ready. So they usually play like Sweet Caroline during like the seventh inning stretch or whatever. Yeah. And I can't, well, I guess I can't play the audio, but. Fuck uh, it. Nope. Well, yeah, I guess Just it's cut the audio out. out. Let us hear it. Let them not hear it. Uh, so th- there's a countdown on the big fucking screen. I'll show it in the fucking podcast or in the, I'll show the video. Um, so <laughs> everybody's like singing along with the fucking like lead up to Sweet Caroline. <laughs> And then they just play uh, Rick Astley. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. That's so good. But people are loving it, you know? What is... (laughs) Wait. (laughs) People are fucking really digging it. That's a... What if Rick rolling at the Saturday Night Stretch becomes a new thing? It should be. But then it's like everybody knows it's coming. They want everybody to sing along here, too. <laughs> That's the only way to get people to go to a Padres game. Yeah. Is to have Rick <laughs> Astley on the fucking monitor. It's kind of a cool stadium, though. I like their stadium. It is a nice stadium. <clears throat> it's a shame it's in San Diego. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I don't remember any of these TikToks, which I never do, but I'll remember them when they come back. This guy's cool. <laughs> in the slammer. What? That was, that was the like video. That his, his, no, his do. his uh his <laughs> handle Ray underscore Sipe Sipe. Yeah, that's Ray Sipe. Ray underscore S I P E. 
I mean, he's yeah. I like I, this guy. I, like I like how he plays. A, like I like how he plays it up. I feel like I need a cat scan after watching that video. Well. First thing that we learned from this video is that there are video game police. And he is one of them. <laughs> and he's actually dressed as one. Uh, I don't know where he got that police hat, but it looks horrible. It does not look like a fucking police hat at all. <laughs> it looks like he spray painted a Ziploc bag. <laughs> it looks like a chef's hat almost. Mm-hmm. Like it's up so high. But it's like a visor. It's got like a visor around it. Yeah. He's going to put you in the slammer, though, for if you play too many video games. That's basically what he's trying to say. This kid, no, I don't know about this guy, but... Oh, dude, no. He's singing a song. I don't... Oh, yeah, I know that song. He does nail it, though. Um... Two you know things. I mean? Two things. Um, I'll play him again, kids. We gotta see it again. <laughs> He's right on key. Yeah. So he. I mean, he kind of kills it. And this still frame is What's up with awesome. his eyebrow and also does he have Down syndrome? Uh, I think one of his eyebrows is actually gone, actually missing. Uh, it took off one of those nights, one of these last few nights or whatever. Um, I think on for the answer for your second question, uh, yeah, probably, most likely. So this is this person. Try not to laugh, challenge. Ready, get set, go. Try not to laugh. You didn't make it, dude. <laughs> you did not make it. <clears throat> <That's> <laughs> I mean, he tried just about everything in the book, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was a try not to laugh challenge. I couldn't not I couldn't help it the first time I saw it, I had to laugh. I don't I still don't understand TikTok. <laughs> like well, this one is not going to help you <laughs> understand it. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's cool. I saw this one today. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you do, man? Like, I am getting annoyed. <laughs> that guy is so good. I feel like we're literally turning into your mom's house. Oh, my and God. And I have to just pull up videos of people getting hurt badly, <laughs> like, to make up for this. Well, they do that on there, too. I mean, Tom loves the horrible or hilarious. He loves the people getting hurt. I just, I saw that guy dancing. He was making cool noises and saved it you know i just don't understand it like it's not even well look i mean in a way in a way it's kind of impressive you know what i mean yeah like they do have a talent mhm it's a very specific talent and it's really not usable in any other scenario or any other situation at all besides tiktok 
But I mean, they're good at TikToks. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Like if that's you know that's what TikTok is now. I mean, I'm I've yet to see like someone who's like doing serious shit. Although Snoop Dogg's on TikTok now. You know I he's suppose. getting into the game. And I mean, I'm sure his videos. There's no way his videos are as good as those. But I mean, he's get you know. I'm sure he's got quality content. I think Snoop Dogg's like, you know, I mean, more or less, he's the shit. You know what I mean? Like Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg is actually the shit. Um, yeah. But those are the cool ones I found, and I also posted one in the uh, Instagram stories. There's a like the ones that I can't save to play on here. I just posted the Instagram to our Instagram story, like the one with music and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, just certain ones that won't let you save them. They, they some of them like you could save, but I would have to literally make like a GIF off of my phone. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, not worth it. <clears throat> I saw the, a live video. Remember that dude that was like dancing around a chair with like a belt in his mouth or some shit. Uh, like it was like it was when Josh was on. I played it. He was like, he had, yeah, like, a, what he the had, like, fuck? A, he was doing all the kinky shit. That dude, I still follow him. He's great. Uh, he does, like, live videos, and he talks shit to, like, people that talk shit to him. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's always cool. And for sure, he's been to jail once or twice. So, But he's a good guy, you know, overall. He's got those, like, lip piercings. I don't know what they call them, but they're, like, right there on the, you know, right on the inside of the lip. And he's got the, I think he's got four or five of them. So he's going hard on the lip piercings. You're really lucky that 4chan right now only has um, porn on the GIF because I really wanted to pull up people getting like decapitated, but I can't mm-hmm. find any right now. I don't think I have any save that you haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, I've seen most of the people that get decapitated. Uh, I mean, it's it's like it's it's relax, it's therapeutic in a way, you know. I like it. Seeing somebody's head removed. Yeah. I did see. Uh, video today of like uh fucking french the, this like french biker fucking hauling ass down a road and he goes past like this fucking kitten that's just chilling in the road <laughs> oh, yeah. and he he stops and like they go save the fucking cat it's hilarious though. <laughs> like you can't he understand anything they're saying but it's just this cat that's wicked fucking tiny it looks scared as shit and for some reason it's in the middle of a fucking highway mm. <laughs> There's a fucking, uh, I think it was, I think it's a subreddit called uh, Unexpected or something like that <laughs> that I've been following. Yeah. Really fucking great. Uh, there's, watch, what's the one, uh, watch people live. <laughs> it's like a bunch of near oh. misses and shit. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one too. That one's good. They got rid of watch people died didn't did they? they i think they or they quarantined it i still watch uh watch people die inside and it's a bunch of people just like in wicked shitty scenarios and just like super embarrassing situations basically <clears throat> that one's pretty good too uh abrupt chaos is pretty good yep I basically like it's funny because like my whole Reddit front page now isn't even like it's not even sports or like games anymore. It's just <laughs> random gifts of like people almost dying or like <laughs> or or dying. Yeah. <laughs> or like questionable situations where like they might have been dead, but <laughs> I really enjoyed um 
watch people die. I also really enjoy morbid reality. That's a fun one because that that's just all the funny go. thing about watch people die was like people would get like pissed if like the person didn't actually die and they posted it. <laughs> like yeah. you'd have to like there'd have to be some sort of source that like says that this guy actually did die. <laughs> Otherwise, it was like not allowed on the subreddit. Yeah, like it's such a weird, like gruesome rule to have. <laughs> the I think you like the morbid reality subreddit because that's um straight up just news articles that are fucked up. Yeah, that are like actual like most of them are American, if not all of them, but they're like actual news articles that are fu- like. Sh- and the worst thing like is real that- articles, but like there's one called Offbeat that's the same thing. Like yeah. all, just news articles like, that I'll, are I'll fucking. Pull up- um, morbid right now because I, I go on there like when I'm really feeling fucking weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like morbid. Morbid reality. Where is it? Right here. <laughs> um it, like it's just shit that you can't believe is like real basically. Yeah. Saying. And the worst thing is that it happens like most of them are in like small towns like a Swigo size, like small cities or whatever. Right. You know, that like you won't even think about. Um Let's see. I'm still laughing at the people like about to sing Sweet Caroline. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I love when big fucking franchises like that fucking have a like an actual sense of humor and don't care. Like they'll do shit like that. Like mm-hmm. Wendy's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like they're like, oh, who cares? Like we're just going to play with people. That's not like a, about their image being fucking PC and shit. We also didn't talk about Chappelle's uh, special on here. We could talk about it. Because it was really fucking good. He, you know, did you watch the uh, epilogue too? Like the thing afterwards? The It was like a He Q&A. did like Q&As and stuff. Uh, I fell asleep to the Q&A. He had a couple of like stories about his jokes where like he'd explain like situations that would happen with people after his shows and stuff. He was talking about a trans person that he met and how they loved the the joke and all that shit. But he was, I forget what it was that the person said. Um, oh, it was about how like R. Kelly, like it got like normalized because Dave Chappelle made jokes about the R. Kelly thing. But like when Dave Chappelle makes jokes about fucking trans people, that doesn't normalize it. People still get fucking cra- like go crazy about it. And, you know, he was talking about how that's, like, a super good point. And, you know, obviously not all trans people are offended by it because that person wasn't. Yeah. Um, Like, he and he pretty much covered all, every topic you could think of, too. Like, Louis, he talked about... He did exactly what he said he was going to do at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Which he was trying to piss off as many people as he could. Yeah. And he was trying to see... I mean, it was called Sticks and Stones. Yeah, and he so, was I mean, also he trying, was trying to, to he do was it on baiting purpose. everybody. Yeah. And it worked. Did you see the article that Vice wrote? Uh, <laughs> we have to cancel Dave Chappelle? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, don't watch uh, his new special or whatever. Like, <laughs> literally, they were like, yeah, you can skip it. It's like, no, you can't. Like, that's the problem is that you're avoiding all this shit. Everybody's avoiding all these issues. Mm hmm. And when it, when you break it down, he said it too. When you break it down, people don't hate each other. People hate each other online. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so much easier to be aggressive to people online. 
Like half of the shit that people say to people online, they wouldn't say to them in person. It's that simple. And everybody knows that. Yep. And it's like, uh, the, also the people that are the loudest are the ones who are pissed off. It's like, if you're mad about something, you're more likely to take to social media and start posting about it than you are being satisfied with. Like, I watched Dave Chappelle's special. I liked it, but I didn't go to Twitter and go, dude, Dave Chappelle's new special was awesome. Hashtag Chappelle. Like, I texted you guys. um, I texted the group chat, or maybe I just texted Wes. I think I texted Wes because Wes told us to watch it in the group chat, and I was like, fuck it, I'll check it out. And then I texted him after. But it's like, I'm not going to text everybody I know. Yeah, I'm not going to post it on my fucking Twitter or something. Because it's like, I don't care. Even if I, but that's, yeah. But like, I know that there's a bunch of people that are like, I didn't like this. I'm going to go fucking post about it on Twitter and hope I get a bunch of retweets and likes and shit. And even if I didn't like it, I probably wouldn't post about it. My favorite thing is like, he made, he made a f- couple jokes that, um, he made, like he said, he made one joke that made fun of everybody. Yeah, but he specifically made a few jokes that made fun of like middle class white guys, and it's like that should have hurt our feelings, right? But I thought it was fucking hilarious because yeah. he was totally right. Yeah, about like, oh, about how school it? shooters are only white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a white man's game. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I think I already said what my favorite joke he said was. Maybe it was off the mic. Yeah, he was talking about like the school shooters' parents and shit. And, like, no, my favorite thing he said was about the school shootings. But he's like, he's like, yeah, oh, they were yeah. saying they're they're doing the drills about what to do if there's a school shooter. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but aren't you just telling the school shooter what to do, <laughs> how to kill everybody? Yeah, where do we all meet up again? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I love the bit where he's like talking about heroin. He's like, yeah, with all these people, with all these white folks dying over heroin. It's a reverse of what us, the black community, dealt with back in the 80s with crack cocaine. And I finally get what the white people were going through that whole time watching it happen to us. And I don't give a fuck either. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so right. I have to watch it again. <clears throat> I, I want to, too. I'll watch it um, again. Tonight. I finally watched Bumpin' Mike's. That is really good. That was amazing. Yeah. That was actually, like, I love how Dave Dave Attell Attell does not want to be there at all. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that's the whole thing. Like, it's perfect. (laughs) His attitude is fucking awesome for a comedian. Like, I love, like, Jet, like, the first, because there's three parts. He just sits there the whole time. That's just him the entire time. (laughs) The first part is great because Jeff Ross is stealing the whole show. His family's there, his friends are there. And the whole time, Dave Attell is just like, yeah, I'll just say, I'll just start talking whenever I feel like it. Mm -hmm. And but then like every, when every he comes time, in, like he always nails it every single time, and it just has to be one line. But he'll kill it. Yeah. No, I I really wish I watched Bumpin' Mics when you told me to because I finally watched. Like I I watched Dave Chappelle's special. They did three different nights too, so it's long. It was three. It was like three thirty-five minutes sets. Yeah. I watched all three of them. I fell asleep during the last one. No, there the best the best one was the one with Gilbert Gottfried. Was that the second one? I think it was the second one. Yeah. That was the best one. The third one was the one with like um the the women right it had what's her name Amy Schumer, yeah, Nikki Glaser, yeah, and then Nicole something. 
Brown or yeah, whatever. Paul Rudd about. was in one of them too. So I missed that one. So I fell asleep during that one. I definitely don't remember Paul Rudd at all. I definitely remember Gilbert Gottfried and Bob Saget. <laughs> that was part two. That was great. Yeah. Um, they have a, I don't know, dude, that, that Attell, like those two had a pretty good fucking chemistry. Well, they, the they started together. Yeah. And they've been friends. Have you ever seen it, Attell like solo? Yeah, he's really good too. He's I, I really decrepit. Like, like yeah. he's fucked up. I really like he's him. like a he's like a a Doug Stanhope that's openly suicidal. But he, yeah, he's like <laughs> super like a depressing like. He's but that's like, the classic comic. Too, yeah, like he's the like New a, York he's comic. like a sadder version of Doug Stanhope. Yeah, who, which by the way, are you going to see him with us? Is he is he doing one? I put it in the guys' night chat. He's oh. performing. Um, I want to see Dalia, dude. The twenty fifth. The the twenty fifth. Uh, Doug Stanhope comes to Syracuse. Mm. That's cool. Because I think Dalia's in Rochester this month too. <clears throat> that would be pretty sick. It's like there's a few guys that I need to see. I need to see Segura for sure. I mean, I've we've seen Bill Burr. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chappelle's basically impossible to go see. Yeah. Unless you go to the comedy store or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen Stanhope and I've seen Ari Shafir without mm-hmm. you. And together we've seen Shab Callen. and Callen. Yeah. And I also saw Morgan Murphy when I saw Stanhope, and that was a fucking amazing half hour. She's pretty good, yeah. Um... I don't really remember. I saw Bill Cosby. You didn't see Bill Cosby. <laughs> I think I saw Bill Cosby too. I don't really remember Brian Callen that well. Um, I remember Shab pretty well. I don't remember Brian. I remember uh, Callen shook our hands when he walked off stage. Yeah, I remember. Because we were front and center for Callen. Yeah. I think the reason I remember Shab's more is because I saw Shab's special. And we also we, we also got our picture taken with Shab after the show. Yeah, I and I gave him the hockey puck. I gave yeah. him the the hockey puck stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah. And it was I was like, like I won this Rangers. Like, yeah, it was a New York Rangers like stuffed. It was ball a New York Rangers shit. like poof ball that I won in a crane. <laughs> in one of those crane games with that David yeah. Buster's. We like walk away. He probably just went like this. <laughs> Fuck this thing. <laughs> it would have been funny if it was like hanging up in the T Fat K studio like the next day. I thought the next it was. Podcast I anymore. had a dream that it was. <laughs> You know what would be hilarious? Oh my god, I have to do this now. If he comes back to the funny bone, we have to go again and I'm gonna to give get him another, another one. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get him another one, yeah. Yeah, it's the only way. Uh, yeah, I think I remember Shobbs because I saw his special, which is the same material. And when we see when Burr's fucking special comes out, I'm sure a lot of the material on that is gonna be what we saw. I guarantee and Callan's fucking, uh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Callan's fucking special, which I haven't seen yet. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's called Complicated Apes, and I imagine that's the set that he did when we saw him. I don't remember any of his set though. I remember a lot of shops, and I, I remember, remember a lot of bills. I bills. only remember some of Callan's because he's dropped a couple of clips on YouTube of his, from his special, and they're some of the bits that he was doing. But I, he, Callan is like a, in between like a physical comic too, though. Like he's he's pretty physical as far as like uh, what he does on stage, not just like a standard joke telling dude. 
Like he does a lot of like kicks and like weird like fucking movements and dancing and shit. <laughs> Just because he's, I think he's a really good comic. I think Callan's underrated, honestly. Like a lot of the shit that I see, I think he's funny on podcasts too. He's good at working with people and like bouncing things off of them. I personally think that the funniest comedian out right now is Tom Segura. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, In my opinion, Dave Chappelle is cheating. Dave Chappelle is literally probably Dave Chappelle. When you when you factor in Chappelle's show. He's probably one of the best ever. Yeah, he's one of the greats. He's at least one of the best of our time. Yeah. I mean, George Carlin and uh, Richard Pryor and Bill Hicks. and Well, uh, when you think about it, like what Chappelle was able to do with Chappelle's show was like make racist jokes the entire show and have it be okay. Like Make fun of everything, really. Yeah, but and mostly, like do yeah, it right. Black people and white people and yeah. Mexicans. Um, <laughs> yeah, so everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, all that, that's all there is. Those are the only ones I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Segura is really good. He needs to put something out, I think, soon. Like, he put out, when was the last one? A couple, maybe like almost a year ago. Uh, What the hell was it called? Mostly Stories. No, it wasn't Mostly Stories. Uh, it was, because uh, I remember there was some controversy around that one, too. Uh, it's on Netflix still. Uh, did it start with a D? <laughs> I feel like it started with a D. Disgraceful. Disgraceful, yeah. That one, I, I actually, that one was kind of recent. It was literally, it was last January. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, Burr's last one was good and it but it wasn't like I don't know, I think it wasn't great. Yeah, uh was it the black it wasn't the black and white one, right? It was the one where he was wearing like the fucking uh like I don't even remember what it was like a bomber jacket. He did it in like Texas or some shit. Yeah. Um but uh, Let It Go is one of the best specials of all time. Uh, and oh, fuck, I can't think of the names of his specials. I'm not going to look it up because too much work. But uh, he had a couple that were really fucking ridiculous. And so it's like, how do you even top those? Walk your way out. That's the newest one, yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, it's like. He's always super good. Like they're they're always going to be really good. It's just a matter of uh, like how do you beat Let It Go or um, the one that came out before or after that. The, Why do I do this? Yeah, uh, that was the black and white one. I think. Um, I have them all right here. Um, I think no, that was the a- one before Let It Go was Why Do I Do This. Mm. The black and white one would have been. Uh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Okay, yeah. That one wasn't bad either. I, like I said, I don't think any of them are bad. I mean, I personally think that the best... Uh, um, The best special I've ever seen was uh, Norm MacDonald's Me Doing Stand-Up, and mm-hmm. that was 2000... I haven't seen that one in a long time. But that's the one where he does, like, the whole... Sp- the whole 
hour is literally a running joke that at the very end loops back into itself. Right. And it's just perfect. And like every bit loops back into itself, but he doesn't force it. That was the problem I had with Tom Segura's last special. And then Dave Chappelle had that problem too with the, he rapes, but he saves. And then also the OJ, the second time I met OJ Simpson, I don't know why I gave him a Southern accent, Simpson. But, but you know, when, when it's funny when comedians do the looping back jokes, like, yeah. uh, uh, Louis CK is probably the best at it. But, uh, you know, Norm MacDonald is great. Bill Burr is great at it. It's a good walk-off, you know? Yeah. To, like... Uh, Dalia is good at it. Yeah. It's good if you're good at it. It's not good if that's the only thing you're good at. Dalia is a weird case because, like, I think Dalia is really funny on podcasts. And I don't think his special translates the same way. Like, his stand-up's good. He's too high energy for a lot yeah. of people. But I think he's so good, at, like just riffing by himself or like working with, on like ten minute podcast or whatever. Yeah, agreed. he's kind of he he's pretty like, uh, high energy. I don't know what the word is. Quick witted. Yeah, basically, he just likes to. He's good off his dome, really. But, uh, yeah. I guess Burrs comes out this month in a couple of weeks, actually. I think. And if you haven't seen Chappelle's, definitely go watch that and don't read like uh, Vice, Vice articles. If you read, <laughs> if you read Vice, you're not here. Well, anyway. yeah. What are you doing reading? No, if, like if you if you're here listening, you don't go on Vice.com. Yeah, unless it's an accident. Yeah, or unless, unless you, you work screen. for Vice. <laughs> yeah. Next article. Here's five reasons why you shouldn't listen to the Clear Shots podcast. <laughs> yeah. And like you can number, skip, you can skip clear. Shot you can time. skip clear, sh- and it's like reason number one: who are these people? <laughs> yeah. Reason number two: they're both. Where the hell white. is Oswego? <laughs> yeah. Reason number three: did we mention they're white? Yeah. Reason number four: they've never had a woman on the show. Yeah. Reason number five: the only person not of enough, color, the only person yeah, of color, yeah, the only person of color they've had on was a mulatto. <laughs> That's it. That's like. They're they're gonna be. There's no mulatto lives matter, you know. Yeah, that is a gap. There's a gap. There, there. is a blue lives matter, but mulattoes don't. Yeah. The What's video the game okay? Police. Here, it's let's get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> you know how a lot of black people get shot by cops, right? How many of them are 100 percent black? 100 percent. 100 percent black. Uh, yeah. What percent are 100 percent black? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I understand that 13% and 52%, that whole thing. But how many of the peep, the black guys that are black? It's all black people. How many blacks are full blacks? Yeah. That are, how, many, how many full blacks are shot raw, by police? You're talking raw. Don't black. round up the numbers. If they're half white, give it 50, 50. Throw it to India, you know? Yeah, I don't. How many. I mean, it's tough to say, really. Most of them. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess. Do you think they ask first before they, they shoot? Ask before How black are you? <laughs> My mom's Puerto Rican, and they shoot him in the thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the numbers. <laughs> They're like, don't worry. 
You're not gonna die. You're non-lethal. Gonna be, non-lethal. They're like they paralyze them instead. Yeah, they're yeah. like we're, you're half dead. <laughs> yeah, you're not a hundred percent dead. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Well, just about anybody. Like now, it's like no one's fucking a hundred percent anything. You know, <laughs> like that's just not how it works anymore. I mean, you can find it, but you got to really work for it. You know what I mean? Are you taking pictures of yourself? Yeah, I like raising eyebrows. <laughs> the rock, the rock, the people's eyebrow. Um, I think what's next for this country is everybody has to take a 23 and me, and then that's how the laws work. Right. That way, no one's racist. We're just going by the facts and the stats. The yeah. fat stacks. The, yeah. the fact stats. Well, the problem is like people don't believe stats and facts anymore. <laughs> no. They just believe like whatever hashtags, hashtags and bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they basically just believe whatever like the news media that they're paying attention to says. Yeah, it's like telling talking to your parents about vaping. Right. I mean, I guarantee you and it goes for a lot of people. They they will. This is we talked about this before. Most people will just read an article and go along with it, or they'll hear. Well, it's not like anybody really looks at what the source is or anything. No, they no. just read the article and they think like, "Oh, that's credible." Like, <laughs> or they just read it and it becomes part of what they. It's in their like lexicon. So yeah, I love that word. Yeah. Um. Even it, people that read headlines, <laughs> just headlines. Some people don't even read the articles. Yeah, that's what I'm most saying. Most people don't. Like, most people will see the headline and be like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, that must be true. <laughs> like, five reasons you could skip Clear Shots podcast, and then they make up five reasons. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I could come up with five reasons. You think we could each come up with five different ones? Five reasons to skip it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. First <laughs> five different first. ones? Oh, well. I'm wearing Zubas. Right. That's reason number one through four. Uh, there's not enough blacks. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough women. There's no women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's not. A, uh, there's no famous guys. We don't have any famous dudes. Cass was on CNN once. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Okay, never mind about that one. He was famous. If you get on CNN once, you know, that's it. That's the end but of the game. But Cass is also white, so... Right, that doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> it only counts if you're on CNN if you're black. Yeah, and not yeah. a victim. Yeah. But if you're black, you're a victim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we got to work on getting more black people on here. We got to find some. Yeah. We got to wrangle them in. Yeah. How do you get black people to hang out with you? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> what yeah, do you like, do? What's the move? You do you know, just like, play like Kid Cudi really loud with yeah. extra bass? It's like I know a few black people, but I don't think they'd come on. We talk about white people shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't know about them. It's like. They don't know about heroin. Yeah. They don't know about the opiate they epidemic. About, they don't know about horse feet. Yeah, they don't, they don't know about that. <laughs> you know? They don't know, they don't know about jobs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. You're not Dave Chappelle, dude. You can't get away with it. Oh, that's right. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, it's like um, you got to ask them how, what percent black they are first before they come on. We can only have them on if they're 100% black. Yep. 
Yeah, that's a tough endeavor. <sighs> God damn it. I'm not even 100% white, right? So it's like... Yeah, no. So I can't even be on. Yeah. Yeah, so like if anybody talks shit about whites, like I don't care that much because I'm not 100% white. Yeah, it's I only just, care like 25%. Yeah. I mean, fuck whites anyway, you know? Yeah, what have they ever done? They've hurt most things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most things. Ever. <laughs> like, <clears throat> way too privileged. That's yeah, the problem. They're only like, you know, the smartest... <laughs> only the greats. They're only the greatest ones. Wayne Gretzky was white. <laughs> yep. Point, so, point proven. Yep. Yeah, Michael Jordan got was Wayne black. Gretzky, so. Yeah, but whites also got Michael Phelps. Right. That's true. It reminds me of the Chappelle show, Racial, racial Draft. Yes. That's the best one. <laughs> Bill Burr was in that. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll take Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. That's the best part. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice, <laughs> dude. It was so. That is such. That's one of the best fucking sketches. Well, I'm gonna on pull that, that one up because I want to end this soon because I'm dying of heat. <laughs> it's getting late. We already did what an extra forty. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, what is Chappelle's show on right now? Isn't it on? Do they have it on Hulu? They gotta have it on something. It's on Hulu, I think. Because I'm gonna watch the fuck out of that. I've done it so many times. I've been like, oh, I'm going to watch Chappelle's show. And then it's over like fucking two hours later because there's only two seasons. Like they're short episodes. Or they're probably 20 minute episodes, but there's only two seasons. There's like two and a, I don't know if it's a half a season or like they did like some extra episodes for season three. Like they did like whatever was left over after David left. <clears throat> but there's only, you know. I don't remember if the show got canceled or if it was like Dave wanted to just take off. I think it was pretty much from Dave wanting to go to fucking Africa or whatever. They, I thought what he said was that they um, started to rein in, rein him in more. Yeah, like they were trying. And to, he was like, "Fuck that." Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing of the show is like you can't have it. You have to like let him do what he wants. Basically, it was cutting edge, dude. <clears throat> Oh, this is the uncensored version, too. <laughs> yep. All right. You have anything else to add before we finish up? I don't. Um, um, we're, we're, we're supposed to do this weekend, this Saturday night, possibly. I mean, I'm probably free. I think we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out or whatever. Other than that, I'm free next week. Okay, everybody. everybody. All right. Um... Thank you for sticking around. Uh, yeah, we have that cool new theme song. It's not really a new theme song. Uh, I put some clips from, some more clips from Rainbow Six Vegas in there. <laughs> uh, it's very solid. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Um, shout out to Christian for not showing up. And... <laughs> uh, that's it, I guess. We'll talk to you guys next week. ClearShotsPodcast.com is where you'll find links to everything we do. You can check us out on Twitter at ClearShotsPod. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And check us out on Periscope for live videos. If you have anything you want to ask us, send us an email at ClearShotsPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. <laughs>